Hi, welcome to my podcast, Talking Travel with Wendy. I travel the globe interviewing really cool people in small hospitality and tourism businesses. Join me each week as I discover and share something or someone new with you. You can find more at www.travelwithwendy.net. And remember, it's always an adventure when you travel with Wendy. On a recent visit to Cheehaw State Park in Alabama, I had the opportunity to meet park naturalist Mandy Pearson. She gave me a great tour of the park and the museums. Yeah, Cheehaw has so much history. Check it out. Mandy's going to give us a tour of the CCC. However, it's not really open right now due to COVID, right? Correct. Okay. So when it does reopen, which we're hoping is going to be spring, Right. Uh, depending on COVID. <laughs> depending on COVID. So, you get to see it. So here you get to see it now and then see it in person in spring. So the CCC was a time of hope. Uh, behind the scenes tour of a lot of things that they wouldn't know otherwise. Is that, is the History Highlights video on your YouTube on channel? On Facebook. Yes, you, ma'am. Facebook. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Okay. So we've done some on how they square up beams. So using the crosscut saw and broad axes. We've done how they were able to square up the, the rocks. Okay. So some of these tools that you wouldn't normally understand, that's on our page so that you can really understand how much was invested in this period. Yeah. It came right after the Roaring Twenties. At the end of the Roaring Twenties, all good parties must come to an end. Yes. And we have Black Tuesday when our economy just crashed. Give idea, people an idea of how much it crashed. They lost two to three times the annual budget of the entire country in one day. So when you hear those factors, you begin to really understand just how scary it was. And so in a time period when our country was starving to death, when people were losing their homes left and right, Hoover lost presidency, and FDR came into power, and he became president. Almost unanimous. Hoover only carried four states. FDR had a great idea for the CCC because he had a buddy, Guilford Pichot, who created a civilian conservation corps in Pennsylvania. FDR was a governor before he was president, and so he created a template civilian conservation corps, so he understood the inner workings, and that's how he could create an idea where you use four different government agencies, Department of Labor, Department of War, Department of Interior, and Department of Agriculture. So the Department of uh, War were the ones who fed the boys, moved the boys, clothed the boys. They took care of the, the boots on the ground logistics. Yeah. Department of Interior was national parks. So they had most of the projects along with Department of Agriculture, which was U.S. Forest Service. Mm-hmm. And so they worked with some of these state agencies to create state parks. And so Cheehaw State Park is Alabama's oldest continuously operating state park. We were started in 1933, and the other two parks that followed was DeSoto and Oak Mountain. Okay. And we have continued ever since. And was Cheehaw named after Cherokee Indians, or? So uh, Creek Nation have a language called Muscogee. Okay. And in Muscogee, the word originally was Chaha. So Chiha has undergone many different translations. So the, the original was Chaha. Mm-hmm. And if you go back to the Upland Highlands video, and I'll share that with you. Okay. Um, the original pronunciation that they had for the park was Chiaha, very uh-huh. nasally. And we have now moved to a modern pronunciation of just Chiha. Yeah. And so the word means high place. And if you follow, there are many places like over in Tuscaloosa. 
there is a, a special stone that says, this is the official place of Chiha. That basically just means hill. Okay. <laughs> it's kind of like the Sahara Desert. It's yeah. just desert, yeah. desert. Yeah. We're hill, hill. Yeah. And since we're Alabama's tallest hill, we are Mount Chiha. Back in the olden day, they didn't have a fuel pump. Right. And so they would have to go up backwards mm -hmm. um, because that's the only way you get up the hill to pump <laughs> the fuel up. And one of my favorite stories is preserved in the Aniston Star, okay. where President FDR had a friend in Aniston. Mm -hmm. He came. He said, well, I hear there's a CCC camp around. I'd like to see it. So he tries coming up this road with dirt, and it starts raining, and his vehicle starts sliding all over the place. So he didn't quite make it to Chiha, oh, no. but he tried. So the man who could go to all kinds of wonderful extreme places, our little rugged wilderness was a little too wild for him. And so 468 did an awful lot of projects. They worked on the tower, they worked on cabins, they worked on trails. The 465, the first one, worked on the roads, they worked on the dam, they sure. built Infrastructure. the six acre lake. Yeah. So that's uh, a 300 foot long, 30 foot tall dam that they created rerouted two waterways and we can still turn a valve and take that down to the original stream. And then we had our third company. So we had three very different companies. After World War I, a lot of these veterans started realizing, you know, these kids have a great break. They get to be outside, they get a paycheck. <laughs> and they said, well, we served our country. We went in on that. Yeah. And so originally, the CCC was made for young single men between 18 and 25. Mm -hmm. And after a while, they allowed World War I veterans to come in, and they had whole companies that were just for World War I veterans. And so the 2420 finished up projects here, and the very last building that they finished was the Bald Rock Group Lodge. And okay. we'll go to that. So three very different companies. And what I love most about that is from the very beginning, Chiha State Park has been a place for everyone. Yeah, yeah. Having recreation was just as important as work, and FDR wanted one of his biggest projects to make sure that at least all of his CCC boys could boxing. read and write. Boxing was important. So every, every company that had CCC boys in it, mandatory, had to have a boxing ring. You have that many young men with that much testosterone, <laughs> you have to have a way for them to settle arguments. So they argue, they throw them in the boxing ring, and then they... They, they quit, they come out. If they start arguing again, they throw them back in the boxing ring. <laughs> it's the only way they could maintain order. <laughs> and building the national park system mm -hmm. was also to increase outdoor recreation travel. So what you had is a crossfade of two reasons why they needed these CCC boards. There's an article that if you haven't read it, I highly recommend it. Mm -hmm. It was in, uh, I believe it was Harper's Magazine, and it said, close the national parks, we're loving them to death. And so there was a great response. And this built the uh, SCA, Student Conservation Association. Okay. So this is in the 50s, after the CCC. So it's a beautiful follow-up. A wonderful woman by the name of Liz Putnam mm -hmm. realized how loved to death these parks were. And we didn't have sustainability for these places. Each park, everybody was overrun. Beautiful article that really shows how many hats they wear, and how much was stacked against them. Mm -hmm. Places like here, almost all of Talladega National Forest had been clear-cut. And that's why they took all of these little patches and put them together mm -hmm. and created a forest. And so one of the first things they had to do was replant it. And that's why they called it Roosevelt's Tree Army. Right. Because you needed some folks who were willing to walk miles and miles every day. Mm -hmm. And they would take a planting bar, just like this, 
they would shove this into the ground, push it forward, make a hole, put the tree in, pull it back, get up, and keep on going. And, do the next one. and so, to the tune of around three billion trees were planted. Wow. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Yay! <laughs> Tree hugger. Mandy went on to tell me more about the CCC and how it disbanded by 1942 as World War II was breaking out. America's Tree Army was about to enter America's Military Army. Next, Mandy took me to the Walt Farr Native American Museum, rich in history and artifacts. This gentleman up here, he had a passion for it. He loved to take his airheads and talk about Native American customs to all kinds of school children. Okay. So I love that shot of him with all of it displayed in its grandeur. Okay. And so most of this was his collection. That's amazing. And there he is holding his great-grandson named Tommy. That was a nickname of his in his younger days. And in Shinbone Valley, just down in Clay County, you had a chief. It was Chief Shinbone. He knew the Trail of Tears was coming. He knew that they mostly were after uh, Cherokee lands, but at some point they just swept all of them off the lands. Right. All of them got swept over to the Midwest. And he went to the people, the early settlers in that area, and he said, we have never been aggressive towards y'all. We have never hurt you. We have lived in peace with you. So when he heard that Trail of Tears was coming through, he went to a lot of the families around in that time period. And the Stricklands were one of the biggest families in that area in that time period. Okay. And they said, you know, you're right. You have never done anything to harm us. We're going to help you. And so they hid all of his tribe within their families. Uh -huh. And when the military got there and they said, where's the, the Native Americans? Where are they? It's time for him to go. He goes, what you talking about? And so the troops had to go on, and those people got to stay there. Oh, wow. And so this is a replica of Chief Shimon's pipe that he gave to the leader of that family who helped protect them and save them and said, you know, you're right. What the government's doing is wrong, and yeah. we're going to stand up and make a difference. Oh, that's awesome. I had such a great time exploring and learning about Cheeha State Park and Alabama's rich history. For more information, check out the links below in the description. Thanks so much for listening to my podcast, and a special thanks to Renee Rainey, Park Superintendent, and Mandy Pearson, Park Naturalist and Superb Tour Guide. This channel helps small businesses around the globe. Want to support my channel or become a partner? Check out the links below, and remember, it's always an adventure when you travel with Wendy.